It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of A Sound Heart Radio. I'm going to be reading from Luke, excuse me, I'm going to be reading from Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 and 44. Matthew chapter 5, verses 43 and 44. You have heard that it hath been said, Thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Bless them that curse you. Do good to them that hate you. Pray for them which despitefully use you and persecute you. And I'm also going to read verse 48. Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Now, these words occur in uh, the Sermon on the Mount, Matthew chapter uh, chapters 5 through 7. And please understand that we are privy to the, the, the wisdom, uh, the meticulous wisdom of Jesus himself. And these words are prescriptive for believing ones because believers must understand that when we read the words of Jesus, we are reading the authoritative word of God. We are reading the authoritative word of the eternal God. He is the Logos. He is both the wisdom or thinking of God and the speech of God. He is the theanthropos, the God-man. And so he is never philosophical. But what he has provided for believers is this timeless gem. Uh, it is important for our spiritual, mental health. And so he wants believers to understand the, um, uh, the, um, the importance of his words. Jesus said, and he is superseding the Old Testament law, and he said that, that 
love must love is the mandate. But I say unto you, love your enemies. Now, why would Jesus say such something like this to us? Well, look at this word love. Uh, it is, of course, in verse 44, it is the word agape te, uh, from the word agape. And uh, this word in the Greek New Testament is called a noun of action, a noun of action. And it is stated uh, in the imperative for believers because if Jesus wants believers to know the importance of love, uh, the greatest uh, gift is love. And notice, love your enemies. Look at the – we have the amount of action. And then the direct object of that action is whom? One's enemies. So we have a nod of action stated in the imperative. Jesus said, love your enemies. Why? Because if you do not, and if we do not love our enemies, uh, we are weighed down by negative thinking. You and I cannot afford negative thoughts. Because negative thoughts can trigger a constellation of symptomatic disorders in our hearts that will keep us in spiritual bondage. And so Jesus understands this. And so he said, love your enemies. Love changes our attitude to one of what? It changes our attitude from the Lex talionis, or um, tit for tat, or eye for an eye mentality. And so with that, that I'm going to get even with you mentality, there is anger. There can be resentment and bitterness. And you don't want to be caught up in those, uh, those negative behaviors. You don't want to get caught up in that because they can trigger a whole lot of hurt in your life and in the lives of those within your periphery. And they will most certainly interrupt your fellowship with God. So Jesus said, love your enemies. Love them. And this wonderful verse goes on. Bless them that curse you. That is, those who wish you harm or ruin uh, Jesus. Again, uh, the word bless is stated in the imperative. Uh, Bless them. Now notice, Jesus uh, begins with a positive, and then he states the negative. Bless is the positive. And then, then that what? That curse you, that wish you the opposite of blessing. To curse is the antithesis of bless. And so, therefore, uh, this is the way that we are, this is what we are to do. The New Testament is about doing. The New Testament is about, about positive action. And Jesus is telling us himself what these 
positive actions will do for us, for our spiritual well-being, for our spiritual health. Bless them that curse you. He goes on, do good, do good. Notice the verb, do. Again, present imperative. We have three present, uh, three, uh, so far we have three present imperatives in this verse. Love, stated in the present imperative. Bless, stated in the present imperative. And we have another one, do good. The word do is also in the present imperative. Then we have the, the, the word pray uh, is also in the, in the present imperative. So Jesus is speaking uh, something, he's speaking about something very powerful, actions that we are to perform in order to keep ourselves spiritually healthy. And you and I know that according to the scriptures, we have a triad of enemies, the world, the flesh, and the devil. The world, the cosmic system, the flesh, the sarks in Greek or besar in Hebrew, and the devil. The word, the word devil is an adjective, which means uh, one who divides people for no reason. He is the divider, the one who tosses through. And so these are our enemies. And Paul tells us in his letter to the Ephesians that uh, we wrestle not against blood and flesh. That word wrestle in the Greek means to vibrate against. We vibrate against, not against blood and flesh. And then he goes on to talk about evil supernaturalism and what we face. What is going on in your life? Are you angry towards someone? Because anger is a demand. And anger, our anger can push us into idolatry. Idolatry. And that idolatry can and will lead us astray. Because our God is not in that. And you know it. You don't want to be a bitter person. Uh, in the Greek, the word is pikria, which means poison. The book of Hebrews spoke speaks about a root of bitterness springing up uh, and what? Contaminating or poisoning many or many be defiled, literally or many be stained. Please pay close attention to these words and what they mean, that many would be stained by bitterness. You don't want that in your life. You don't want bitterness in your life. And so then Jesus says, Jesus says do good to them that hate you, to them that hate you. Paul says uh, that we're to do good for those who hate us. And so heap, what, fiery coals upon their heads. That is, what we do in a positive manner will affect their conscience. Do good, do good. Paul writes, be uh be not super overcome by evil, but super overcome evil with good. Note, super overcome. Not merely overcome, but super overcome and then some more. Evil with good. And then pray for them which despitefully use you. Uh, that is, uh, this word, uh, this uh, refers to what? 
threat refers to insult and also slander. Pray for them, which is spitefully use you and persecute you. Pray for them in order to keep oneself oneself spiritually healthy. Love your enemies. Follow the timeless words of Jesus. Follow the timeless wisdom of the word of God and maintain your spiritual health. If you get a moment, look up the word uh, psychoneuroimmunology and psychoneuroendocrinology. I want you to read what happens to persons who are weighed down by anger and bitterness and resentment and what happens to their bodies physiologically. It is imperative that we understand that uh, what we carry in our minds will show itself in our bodies. You don't want spiritual poison in your mind. You don't want uh, your soul to be stained uh, with picria or bitterness. You don't want to be in spiritual sepsis. Very terrible things can happen to us if we do not heed the word of God. Jesus said love. What a wonderful uh, verse this is for us. What a powerful verse. What a substantive verse. What a, this verse is, is packed with meaning. And there are believers that need to repent of what? Their, their anger, their bitterness, their resentment. They're uh, given to a flying off in anger at anything. Something is not right. Something is going on in the heart. Or their brooding anger. Uh, if a believer holds on to sin, there is a sinful depression. I'm not saying all the all depression is sinful, but there is a sinful depression because the believer has not confessed his or her sin to God. There's a species of depression that is related to sinful behavior. You can be free of that. If you go before God, if you confess to him what sin uh, that you have not to- shared with him or told him, you must do this, beloved, in order to be free. Follow the word of God. Stop reading all these books, these self-help books. Stop listening to these gurus and these gurus and these people. Go back to the word of God. Go back to the word of God so that your soul can become stable spiritually, so that you will have what you need on a daily basis. Your God loves you, and he wants you to come before him in confession so that what? He can give you rest. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will rest you. God bless you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.